Begin the shape, yo. I see them through the shirt. I see them through the shirt. I see them picking through, baby. Yo, I need a squirt. I need to get a look and a taste and a feel and a suck. I need your tits in my mouth, and we need to fuck. I need your tits. Need your tits up inside my body. Need your tits all up inside my damn heart. Need your tits, baby. I love your tiny tits. I love your giant tits. I love your in-between tits. I need your tits. the barge i need to anchor it i need to take him out i need to put the anchor down inside your mouth i need the motherfucking in my fam in my soul in my body in my skin yo i need the whole shit i gotta win gotta win your tits it's like a state fair prize state fair prize when the looking in my eyes need you JT and I'm Lobo, and this is the JT, JT and Lobo, Lobo show. show. God damn, we're way off. We haven't done one in a while. <laughs> that was bad. But it's all good. Edited, no cuts. We rocking. We no rolling. cut, baby. How you been, man? Good. I'm good. just you know taking life day by day. How about you? How you been? All right. Good. Good, man. Just working hard. Hanging yes, in sir. there, doing a little bit of gambling, a lot of, a lot of working, more so. Yes, Got to stay up. Last Absolutely. time we talked, you were on your way out to Reno for a career, not to live the gambling life, but <laughs> near in Reno. What else to do for fun than live the gambling life? You know. 
how is that? How how is it out there? Are are you going to casinos? Are you going to sports books? What's up? Yeah, man. You know, uh, I don't really know no one out here, so it can get a little lonely at times. So I just like to go down to the sports book and kind of just get my peace of mind and just I like the atmosphere. Sitting down on my laptop, being able to break down some lines and check out some numbers, have a drink. It's cool. I like it out here. I enjoy it. So is it a different vibe instead of just gambling online with a bookie or is it's is a little bit is the vibe different? Are you are you better at it? You worse? Is it still the same? Do you kind of I, get caught in the moment when you're in a scene like that or is it better for you? I feel like it's better. I feel like uh I like to see the ticket, I like to see the cash when I win. So Okay, yeah, yeah, the physical like the physical cash in hand with the ticket and yeah sick that's i think sick. uh i think that's i think that does it for me so since i've been out here i've actually been pretty pretty hot through like baseball basketball nice. stuff like that so hopefully i could stay the path that yeah. i'm on yeah we're gonna get into that in a second for sure yes, um so i guess my next question is question for both of us are we living up to our podcast hype by sports betting a lot <clears throat> well i mean i answer I for yourself yes. though. answer for yourself it's all good i could say yes and i could say no i feel like when we do bring a when we do bring an episode we bring quality i feel like we bring a wide variety of sports not just one subject or sport i feel like we also don't do as many episodes as we should, given the knowledge we have. But given the circumstances we're kind of under, it's it's not too easy. So we can't really take we can't really put it on ourselves. I guess you could say as as hard as we could. But uh, we're living up to it. Just I feel like we could live up to it more. Right. I just think I just think like making time is the hardest part, and when we're able to, we we give the people what they want. Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, now that we we're doing this virtually, I feel like we could do this more often. Actually, instead of having to physically get together, you know, with busy schedule, even though we live in the same town at the moment. But yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot, this shouldn't be too hard. I mean, let's let's keep this podcast going, but. As far as much as sports betting for me, uh, you know, baseball started off gambling a lot, figuring it out. But I'm a I'm a big time fantasy guy too in baseball. I got a lot of fantasy going on. I try mm-hmm. not to gamble on my fantasy pitchers when pitching, or you know, <laughs> I'll just take the the points and the the stats and the categories as needed, and just try not to. I don't want to take a double L, you know what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear <laughs> but, you. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I've actually, after the All-Star break, I've been betting a lot more. Uh, not not the best for me. I'm not, I have not been hot. It's been fucking, actually, I had to pay my bookie once. It's all good, though. It's all good. I mean, that's yes, going to happen, right? But, yes, sir. Uh, you know, I'm teeter-tottering, so I'm trying to keep going with it because if I just keep working at it, figuring out, where my uh, recipe is to collect those dubs, I think um, I'll, I'll get on a roll here. But there's no telling when. There's no telling when, you know, I'm going to get hot and when I'll cool down if I do get hot. So I'm just trying to 
And really, baseball is all we got going on right now. I mean, you might have some other ones. I know Olympics just finished. I didn't gamble too much on Olympics. I did, actually. I had a brain fart, and I wanted to bet on who would win the most golds. I already knew USA would win the most medals. I feel like they always do. But most golds is, I would have been a nervous wreck because I think U.S. actually beat China by one in gold medals on the last day. Yeah, I believe that's how it went down. I, I was crazy. like, man, I whatever. I it was just a bad <laughs> fart. I don't even know if my bookie even had. A, oh, actually, he did. <laughs> but yeah, that that was a brain fart. I wanted to put some some big bucks on that, and I forgot. So yeah, but I am I'm I'm sports betting. I feel like in our hiatus of the podcast, I just I wasn't sports betting. I just kind of yeah. forgot, you know. But. That's that's not a bad thing sometimes. It's not a bad thing to take a hiatus and just kind of no. refresh your brain and just watch. Just exactly. collect, collect information any way you can, whether, however you collect information, you know. Mine is just yes, by sir. watching baseball, f- seeing if a pitcher may get the win. Was that just by luck because his, his offense was just killing it or did he really dominate or is he just a pitcher that wins all the time? You know, I, I watched a lot of baseball and – yeah, I'm 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 back into gambling now. I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but hey, <laughs> this is what we do our podcast for, right? Exactly. So I'm I'm back to living up to the hype of our sports betting podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, man. So let's jump into baseball. Why not? Yeah, the standings are crazy right now, man. Who would have thought uh. the freaking San Francisco Giants would be the best in baseball? Not me. <laughs> and I think by like, fuck, four games, three games, four games or something like that. I mean, let me yeah. pull up these standings right here. Yeah, Dodgers would be leading every freaking division besides the NL West. Crazy. Yeah. Tampa Bay is right there with them. But besides that, man, got to give it up to the Giants. You know, I think throughout the whole year or the the three quarters of the season we've had, the Giants, everyone's just, ah, you know, they'll cool off. They'll cool off. I don't know how they're doing it anyways. And now it's like, shh, tip your cap. Well, I'll, I'll be shocked if they start losing now and they tank, you know, or they F up. I'll be shocked. I, yeah, I don't know too. if I'd say, oh, yeah, I said so. You know, so they're, they're just playing baseball, I guess. I'd, <laughs> exactly. That's all they're doing is playing small ball. Yeah, small ball too. That That's a whole nother game. And, and they got that analytics guy. Fuck, man. Yeah. It's killing me. It drives me nuts because I am not an analytic guy when it comes to playing the game <laughs> of baseball. Oh, man. I hear you. Jeez, man. Uh, you know, the, I let's start off with the AL East. I mean, it's kind of like right where I kind of expected. I expected the Rays to be up in there. kind of expected the Yankees to be ahead, but uh-huh. I did not <laughs> expect the Boston Red Sox to be at least still in contention, you know. Mm-hmm. I had I had the Blue Jays actually coming in higher than. So did I. And that that was one I was a little wrong on, but the Blue Jays were doing all right, you know. Yeah, they were, and they kind of teetered off. I don't know if that's just the experience of a. Yeah, I was going to say they're young. Yeah, they're very, very young. young. Very so. young. Um, but yeah, going into it, we got the Central. I I think we all expected the White Sox to do well. Yeah, we did. I think we both. I did. That. I did have a sleeper, the Twins, and they are in dead last in this. <laughs> my, my prediction was pretty bad, but 
Man, whatever. <laughs> I don't really know much of the AL Central. It was more of a educated guess. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, our AL West, our local, our local division in the AL side. The Athletics, man, they need a snap out of whatever funk they're in. And I know they're right there in it. They're in the wild card, but that is slipping right behind them, man. It's yep. slipping out their hands. Seattle. They need Seattle's them. on their ass. Seattle is only a game back. It's crazy. <coughs> but, I mean, crazy even New shit. York and Boston, they're right up in there also. Mm-hmm. So, still a lot of, I mean, not a lot of baseball, but enough to, enough to gain ground or lose ground, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that in a East, what a weak division. I thought it that, was. I thought the Braves would probably be the second best behind the Dodgers in the NL. I really did. Absolutely. Yeah. And they are sixty-eight and fifty-eight. San Diego Padres would be right there with them, and that's. Uh-huh. Just, I don't know if the East is just beating up on each other or, man. And I think we all expected the Mets to somewhat do well. Uh, yeah. Man. And then the Central. Kind of. Yeah, I was not expecting the Brew Crew, really. I don't know if I, I think had. I, I think I had the Brew Crew okay. taking that. I was say, I don't remember if I had the. I guess I think I had the Reds or the Cubs. I'm not really sure. I don't. You might have had the Reds, which was an absolutely good choice because. I don't think I had them up there. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a different team. It doesn't look like they're gonna make playoffs, but they're they're exciting to watch. I kind of get a lot get to watch a lot of Reds baseball because they're uh, day game Thursdays, you know, travel days. So they they always yeah. play early and send the team off. And yeah, it's pretty fun watching those guys. Uh huh. Not even a Reds fan, but it's fun to watch them. You got Joey Votto, who still plays like he's a twenty one year old rookie. Exactly, and everyone else around them. It, it's a fun crew to watch, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then let's get into our division. Man, I mean, I know I just said, are the Giants for real though? What do you think? Uh yeah. I mean, see ball, hit ball, fucking pitch well. I think if they just keep playing small ball, the bullpen's actually been holding itself together, which I didn't expect. Same with the starting pitching, though. I didn't expect. You know, they strung together a bunch of they, – they strung together a guy from here, a guy from there, and just yep. kind of rolled with it. So, I mean, for the most part, it's working. And at this point of the season, you kind of – I mean, I can't say it's a fluke. I kind of – I know last year when they won the when – they, they won the most games in the first half of the season, and then the second half of the season, they just absolutely tanked. But we see a little bit different – ball game here and see if they can hold it together yeah and i think i was looking back last week i think there's 50 games left or maybe 49 games left and i was like shit even if they play one game under 500 24 and 25 they would win hit 100 games 100 wins crazy yeah i mean you got nothing to lose 100 wins should get you in absolutely yeah maybe a one seed you know um. Yeah, it's very surprising. Dodgers still playing good baseball. I just feel like they lose uh, some silly games to some silly teams, which kind of drives me nuts. And Padres, I think just as I expected. I expected the Padres to do well, but they they were going to flop. They're the Padres. 
uh, even doesn't mm-hmm. matter what kind of team you build. Well, it does really, but and they didn't have a pitcher that they really probably depended on was Mike Clevenger. He's been done so. Yeah. And Rockies and Diamondbacks just an afterthought. <laughs> <laughs> but man, how about all those no hitters we've had so far this year? Man, that shit's crazy. It yeah, kind of slowed it's... down once once the substance kind of came out. But yes, you're right about that. Man, never put that into play. I forgot about the substance uh, deal. But still, it's kind of crazy just seeing like how many were happening. Yeah, grand slams too, though. Grand slams were happening a lot as well. It's kind of weird. Shit, I think we had one today with Whit Merrifield. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that one actually live on YouTube. I was waiting for my food, and I was on YouTube, and I was like, oh, live game. Slapped it on. I was going to watch it for like five minutes, and it was a pitching change, and bases juiced, and I think uh, McCullers was responsible for all three base runners. First pitch, just (laughs) smacked it out of the ballpark. I was dying laughing. I don't really care for the Astros, so it's pretty funny. All right, so... Let's get to the betting aspect of it. Are you betting on baseball? And if so, who, who and what are you betting on? Like, what are you looking at? I know you're, to me, I feel like you're always a first five innings guy. And I feel like you like the overs. I know you like to bang the overs, if I'm correct. I can't remember from last time we talked. What are you betting yeah, on? So, what are you doing? Uh, I'm kind of betting on everything right now. Uh, I've even, like, resulted in these no-run first innings. Um, okay. All right. I like that. No-run so, first innings. Basically, if you have like ESPN Plus, you can go to the ESPN app. Once the lineups drop, you can always see how every batter in each lineup does against the opposing pitcher for the day throughout their whole career. So you kind of get a good grasp of what's going on and what kind of should happen. Right. Based on past events, or you are you also know like. If a play, if a pitcher has never pitched against an opposing team, you kind of you're able to see that too. So nice. You kind of just gotta pick and choose what you do yeah. in those situations. But no run first inning is kind of like, I guess you could say a crapshoot. But the more you know, I guess the better odds and chances you have of hitting. Right. So I feel like I've been hitting – I for sure have been hitting them more than I haven't. But, I mean, I'm not much over, like, 55% of wins. All right. Just now, because I mean, those are the tougher ones. Yeah, not, I mean, but, like that pacer just kind of – not gambling for fun, but but it's kind of making up for it, you know? Exactly. So Beating like juice a tad bit. Like, tonight I had Dodger game, no run first innings. Phillies game, no run first innings. And uh, Blue Jays game, no no run first inning. I did all those separately, and then I parlayed them. So they all hit. I won twenty five each on in on individual bets plus my bet back, and then I, I parlayed I parlayed all three for twenty, and it paid me out one thirty. Nice man. And then right now I'm riding this Dodgers. Uh, Dodgers, Padres, first five under four, which is looking That's good. looking sexy. And then I parlayed, today I parlayed the Brewers and the Indians, and then the Brewers and the Indians first five. Nice. And that hit, so looking good today. 
I also I dove in on the Giants live money line plus one thirty when they were down. Okay, all right, nice man. So let's see here where the Giants at. Oh, they won three to two. Yeah, good for you. Mm-hmm. Now going back to you on ESPN Plus and doing all your research for the people listening, is this something like any? Not just anybody, but if they try for the first time, is it not that saying it's an automatic win, but what do they need to look at? I mean, I know you're explaining that, but is it something you kind of got to get a feel for, or is there a numbers game to it where you could beat the odds and win 60% maybe, you know, on your no-run first inning or your five, you know, over-under first five innings? Yeah, so basically when I'm doing these, <clears throat> if if there's a lineup that hasn't seen a pitcher for the first time, like if there's a team that's barely going to see a pitcher for the first time, I don't touch those games. You don't I, touch them. Okay. I don't touch those games because I literally kind of have no idea how it's going to go. Yeah, correct. But if I'm seeing a lineup that's seen an opposing pitcher – 10 to 15 times on average in their careers, then I'm going to base kind of that day. I'm going to try and base it off what's gone on in the careers. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, barring any like crazy weather or something like that, I kind of just, for the no run first inning, I'm not going to lie. I kind of just go off of the past numbers, career numbers. No, that's cool. It's, yeah. And I'm just asking that for the listeners so they're not just trying to do what you do but guessing. You know, I want listeners yeah. to maybe take our advice or run with it, but I want them to know what they're doing if they're listening for this reason, you know? For sure, yeah. So I like that. I, you're getting in-depth. That's great. And that's something I don't really get to look into. I don't look up the lineup for average, average for the pitcher. I, I, I'm kind of a feel guy. I'm not guessing because yeah. I'm not just looking at my book and going for it. I'm getting on the other sites, figuring out what's going on. I usually use the MLB TV app, or I can't remember what, but the MLB app. Yeah. Sometimes my fantasy apps, those are a little helpful. And I'm usually betting full games, over-unders, sometimes minus one and a half, plus one and a half. Kind of just a regular and money lines. You know, I just – one thing I – Tried actually two days ago, and I forgot how much I hated doing it. Is fucking parlays. Jesus <laughs> Christ, parlays are tough in baseball. Let me tell yes, you, yes, they are. They are yes. just. I mean, thing is, there's no time limit in baseball. You could be up four runs in the seventh or eighth, and instead of thinking that team's just going to take the knee and game over, <laughs> they can put up a four spot, get into the extra innings get that run you know i just it's just like man it kills me sometimes no i hear you that's that's where i almost hate baseball is when i'm betting on it and let alone putting (laughs) parlays on it's just oh man i thought i loved it i thought i loved to bet baseball but i I feel like i got more pressure on me now betting baseball than ever but whatever (laughs) (laughs) that's true though yeah and i i'm a field guy like i said um there is numbers into it but kind of hard to explain what kind of numbers I'm looking at because I feel like it's different every time. Yeah. If if Bueller's pitching, which he's pitching today, if I'm yeah. betting anything, I'm probably betting the minus one and a half Dodgers. That's just yeah. what I – it's kind of like almost a no-brainer for me. 
not that should be a no-brainer for everyone else, but that's how I go about it, you know? I don't, I try to go by the books as far as what you should do and what you should stay away from, but sometimes yeah. I think we all, we all get carried away. We think we're better than, than the bookie itself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and try to beat it, so. But yeah, right now, betting on baseball, it's, it's a, it's a teeter-totter. So far, I'm, I'm not doing well. I'm losing, but what do you do? Exactly. You got to roll with the punches. Yep, exactly. We're almost close to football, so. <laughs> yeah, let's go, so, baby. So before we get out of baseball talk, who MVP Cy Young can, candidates, that's kind of what I want to talk about. We don't really have to talk about Rookie of the Years. Those, you can kind of flip a coin on those, but let's talk MVP first. Who do you got? Okay. Who do you got AL MVP? Or who, uh, who well, would you say? I know who you predicted, Shohei Utani, at the start yeah, of the season. So, <laughs> is that is that what you're still still on? Yeah, so I was on it from the jump, but I didn't catch it like with my money until it was plus six hundred. So he opened twenty two to one. I caught plus six hundred and now he's like he's gotta be like minus. Oh, I I bet so. And you know what? In my book, there's really not anything to find for the MVPs and Cy Youngs for baseball. It's kind of weird. I don't know why they won't have any futures for that. But and more than likely, the odds aren't going to be great for a future. So exactly. So I'm gonna. I I mean, you almost. It's hard to say. Let's just hand it to Otani. But I wanna. I. I was rolling with Guerrero Jr. for a while, but his average started dipping, and I'm not really liking that too much. So I kind of want to hedge my Otani with like a little half unit on on Guerrero, but I don't know. I think if Otani stays healthy, I think he's got it in the bag. Yeah. But I hear you on the Guerrero situation. He's just... What's what's crazy is he's... Man, it's... Why I say Guerrero, he's fifth in batting average. And he's not too far off the leader. He Uh is... And that's... I'm I'm actually looking at some NL guys, too. So he's actually third in batting average in the AL, if we're talking about AL MVP. He's second in home runs. That's overall and AL. And he's third in RBIs, and he's not too far off of that. I mean, you're you're just nipping at the heels of a triple crown. Yeah. Now, if you want to I talk am. about a lot of games, there ain't a lot of games to gain ground on that, but tsh, never know, man. This guy can just have a crazy September. He can have Absolutely. a crazy And so that's why I don't want to hand it to Otani. I could care less if he's a pitcher. I mean, still, though, I mean, it is amazing, but I'm – I'm not betting on it, which I thought I'd never say, but Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is is going to be my MVP for the A. I like it. And I'm not hating on Shohei. I doubted him. I did doubt Shohei. And he is putting up an MVP season. He really is. But what's crazy is Shohei isn't even in any of those categories besides home runs. Yeah. But United States loves the long ball, so... We'll see what they vote on that. <laughs> let's let's go to NL MVP. What I mean, also, 
Vladdy's not out there throwing eight innings and seven innings. You're right. And You're right. But I feel you. I do feel you. Yeah. Um, AL, I mean, NL, uh, I, so. I can I'd give want, you three guys to probably choose from. I mean. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll give you two. I'll give you the two I'm between. And that's Bryce Harper and Fernando Tatis. Okay. I like that. Who, uh, who's, your, who's your three? So, I actually have a Bryce Harper future to win the NL MVP. But okay. I'm not keeping my hopes up because he's having a better season than normal. And he is kind of MVP caliber season. But, fuck, man. You got to give it to Tatis. Not yeah, saying you got to give think, it to, but I think he's earned it. I really do. I, I think he's earned it as well. I think most. I think some people may look at his errors. I know he leads. He, I think he leads the league in errors. But I think you're right. At <laughs> some, but I mean, I mean, at some point, it's like you got to look past the errors, and it's kind of like saying Kobe missed a whole bunch of shots, but wasn't one of the greatest scorers in the in the world. You know. <laughs> true. True. So. You're right about that. I mean, but the I guy mean, steals bases. He hits bombs. He's a team player. He does it all. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm not really keeping my hopes up on Harper, but it's nice to at least be in the range with my future on that. But also, I mean, me being a Dodger fan, kind of would like Muncie to try to get in those talks. But we yeah. can't. We can't. We can't stop what uh, Nick Castellanos has put uh, put up for us this year. As a season. Okay. I like that. At least, I mean, he'll be in the voting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so. But all in all, Tatis, that's my NL MVP. I wish these were good bets for you guys, but I can't find a line or a future for this now. But no. at least we're refreshing it. But let's get to the easier Cy Young choice before the harder Cy Young. NL Cy Young. Bueller. Okay, that's who I got. Unless Degrom, I mean Degrom. Only reason why I don't say Degrom because he's he's not playing right now. He hasn't played no, for you, the last month and you, a half, two months. So I think I think uh, Bueller is pretty clear cut. Clear, uh, pretty clear cut. So yeah, I, I agree. Think it's safe to say that. And what's sad is uh, the season Degrom was putting up. Son of a bitch couldn't get a win to save his life. This guy was at just under a one ERA for almost half the Crazy. season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we're agreeing on the Bueller one. I I'm all for that. Now let's go to the tougher one. This one, I I was thinking hard and long while I was getting ready for this podcast. The AL Cy Young. Where are we going with this? I mean, how long has it been since the relievers won the fucking Cy? <laughs> and are you thinking of Liam Hendricks? I am. Okay. He's ha- he's been having a he had a rough August, I believe. Yeah, he did. He really well, did though. Maybe at least the last 2 weeks it was a little rough. But Yeah. I ha- I'm just my prediction is a Chicago White Sox pitcher. Yeah, so, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn's in the conversation. Carlos Rodon, not yeah. counting him out and or Liam Hendricks, I guess. I don't know any There's nothing I really have else for uh, AL. I mean, there's nothing really in the cut of it. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I, really, I hear you. Maybe. Oh, man. There was 
Chris Bassett was not bad. I don't know if he was really showing Cy Young status, but I liked Chris Bassett for Oakland. That guy was putting on a season. Yeah, he was actually. I want to say he there's a point, I think it was right in the middle, late July, he had over 20-something starts without giving up four earned runs or more straight. Crazy. And then it finally ended some sometime not too long ago, but I thought that was amazing. That's unheard of. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so my prediction is Chicago White Sox pitcher. What is yours? Uh, I, so just because it's been so long since a reliever won it, I'll probably go Lance Lynn. All right. But I, but I don't don't count out Liam. And I all. think uh. Man, I'm going to get fact-checked on this, and I'm not even looking it up. I think Eric Gagne won it one year as a reliever. Okay, that that sounds about right, actually. Yeah, so um, don't put it out of, there, out of the way for Liam Hendricks to get the Cy Young. I mean, you can have a bad month and still win a Cy Young. It's not the worst of it. Just got to keep pitching through it and get better start, better, better outings than the worst ones, you know? Gagne is the most recent to win. Is at, he? Okay, uh, so he did win the Cy Young? Out of the, out of the NL, yeah. So, um, two, 2003. Oh, yeah, I love it. 2003, <laughs> last, last reliever to win the Cy Young. Okay. Wow. Nice. It's been a while. It has yeah. been a while, but it's also not common, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's move on from baseball. We talked our baseball a little bit. I could probably talk all day on baseball, and I could probably scream at this mic about my fantasy teams that are just falling apart. <laughs> and I don't want to talk about it. I've been, I was doing so well. Oh man! And then it's just whether my team sucks or I'm running. I run into the best team in, of the week. You know, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Let's get on to basketball. Should be quick. I mean, yeah. finals is crazy, I believe. I didn't I, – I watched maybe two games of it. It was really decent. I was kind of rooting for the Suns just because there wasn't, like, a legit top five. Unless – maybe, I don't know, unless Devin Booker's a top five superstar in the NBA, which maybe considerably, but I didn't want to see a superstar win it like you always see with LeBron or – Curry winning it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I see. I was rooting for the the Suns, but I also wasn't gonna lose sleep over it. Who lost? Because I didn't have a dog in the fight. Uh, did you watch any of the finals? Did you bet on it? What did you think? I watched a few games. I actually didn't bet on it, besides maybe a couple over unders. Okay. Other than that, I kind of just stayed away. It was kind of like a I. It was the first. It was the first season back with like fans and all that. So I, I kind of just wanted to enjoy it, right. if that makes sense. So I didn't really dive too deep into NBA. Now, do you think there's a curse of Chris Paul? <laughs> I know that. I know there's. I, I I do not like Chris Paul, but I was rooting for the Suns. I I, I can. I yeah. Why not? Why not? I fucking I'm not a Chris Paul fan at all, so 
it didn't hurt me to see him lose, but I, I guess you could say there might be a curse. Yeah, I think he's lost, like go like <laughs> leading a series and then losing it. I think he's done yeah. plenty of times, and he's plenty. Known it. Yeah. Now, congratulations to Giannis and the Bucks. But yeah, here's my question that I thought of, and thought it's kind of crazy. But is Giannis on pace to have a better career than LeBron? I mean, if if he um, if he happens to keep playing the way, if he happens to keep winning without like bringing superstars around him, then yeah, I believe I believe so. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he kind of stuck to his roots, kind of where he was drafted, and he didn't shy away from where he was, you know, where he started from, and I feel like he kind of earned earned what he got so i'm kind of happy for the guy and, and I, I i do think i do think he can have a better career than lebron yes yeah i in a way yes and i i hate to like judge him to another guy but i mean lebron is lebron you know so mm-hmm. i think with him not telling superstars to come meet up with him he didn't leave nowhere he stayed in cold ass milwaukee he didn't yep. go to somewhere sunny and beautiful with beaches Exactly, uh, and if he just—I mean—he's got a uh, regular season MVP under his belt, does he not? Yeah, he okay. does. I know he's defensive player of the year, and he's still young. I don't even yep. know what age this guy is, but is he under twenty-eight? I guess. Uh, he might. It's, he's in the area. He's in. He's around he's in the area. Sure. But shoot, yeah. man, if he uh, stays healthy and keeps going, he could probably play till. 38. Yeah, he's 26 years old. Crazy. Shit, man. Yeah, I mean, who knows if he goes... I mean, then again, next year is going to be crazy because I know the Warriors are getting Klay Thompson back. I don't even really want to consider the Lakers because they're just always going to be hurt and <laughs> down. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know who other teams... Mavericks, I guess. Who knows? But I think... The Greek freak's got a chance, and I and I don't whether he has a pressure on himself or not to be better than LeBron. I don't think he really cares. But shit, man, that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy to be. We're so focused on LeBron and what he does all the time, and here's Giannis putting up n- LeBron numbers, damn near. You know. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I I appreciate the guy's fucking heart. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's our our basketball topic for the day. <laughs> Not much to talk about on that right now. Just out of the season, you know, and they're all just yeah. having a good time in Cancun or wherever the hell they're at right now. <laughs> so lately, when we've been getting back at each other, I've been seeing a lot of your bet slips. And not too long ago, we missed doing a podcast because you were so stuck on goddamn tennis. I know. <laughs> You're a tennis gambler. What the F? That's cool, though. I I have bet on tennis, but I don't know what the hell I'm betting on. I just kind of maybe tell somebody or, oh, shit, if they win the match, you know, how do I bet on that? Because I've seen some tennis lines that just, shit, man. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. It so, looks like another language, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Before I ask the first question on our list, 
I'm going to get to the second one. What got you, who and what got you into betting on tennis? Like, where did you get into it? I like watching tennis, but I never thought of betting on it. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, I'd have to say the gambling Taylor for sure got me into tennis because. Gambling Taylor. Okay, that's right. In our little gambling group message. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, shout out GT. He kind of just, I mean, uh, for the most part, I was, I was just tailing. At, at one point, I was tailing everything, you know, everything he was posting. I, I kind of just put my trust into him. And now, um, now when I'm seeing a lot of tennis matches, I'm able to, I wake up earlier. I kind of, I use flashscore.com and on flashscore, it kind of gives a breakdown of each individual match kind of gives you a little background on each player kind of how they do on, on the certain court types. Cause there's clay, there's grass, there's hard Can you say, court. That, can you say that website again or what? what, what yeah, that's the, uh, it's flashscore, flashscore.com. Flash score. Yeah, flashscore.com. All right, cool. And the flashscore is kind of, it kind of gives you like information on every sport, but I kind of use flashscore for soccer and tennis. So the, mainly soccer and tennis right there. Okay. But, so yeah, I kind of just break down each individual match and I don't do nothing crazy. I kind of just take a side in, in the match. I like to parlay kind of bigger favorites. Like today, I had two favorites that brought uh, when they were parlayed. It was plus odds, and they hit. I kind of I try not to overthink it. I pull up each player's history on on the court type that they're going to play on that day, and I kind of just take what they give me in in a sense, like. I go based off of recent records. They say in tennis, certain players are in good form or they're in the bad form. So I kind of look to see what kind of form they've been in recently. And yeah, a lot of a lot of it comes on the type of court they're playing on. Though, so right, it's either it's either hard indoor, hard outdoor, uh, grass or clay. So a lot of a lot of tournaments are played on hard mm-hmm. court. So I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing, just individually breaking down each matchup. Yeah, that's kind of, you kind of answered them. my next question is like, what do you bet on? That's that's great because um, I like that. I like um, how how much you're telling us because people follow JT. And t- if you don't, if you like to watch tennis but don't know how to bet on it, just tell him. Tell him, figure it out, tell his bets. And hey, before you know it, you might be be on flashscore.com figuring out <laughs> who Walrinka is going against freaking who knows, you know? <laughs> exactly. I like that though. That's that's cool. I, so are you are you a guy that likes to bet on over under how do I say it? Sets or games? So, so yeah, I mean like <clears throat> are those so easy over- to, are those easy to somewhat not shouldn't say easy. But is it, are those predictable? They're in in a way, yes. You can kind of like just check a player's history, and it'll show you. Like even if they're playing someone not too good, so let's say a player, like even one of the like even a top player, a top tennis player, sometimes 
doesn't receive as well as they serve. So even in a in a match with a player like really lower like rank than them, yeah. it, it technically might be close just because how a player serves and how a player receives serves. Like there's really good players out there that'll when they're, when they're serving, they're for sure most likely going to win that game. But when they're when they're receiving, no matter kind of some players, no matter who's on the other side kind of gives games to the opposing player just based off their inability to return serves. So a lot of, uh, a lot of overs hit unless, unless it's uh, a clear, like, like a bad, like let's say there's a player that doesn't play good on clay, like at all, but the player they're playing does play good on clay. Like then you kind of look towards the vendor, but, for the most part, a lot of overs do hit, and a lot of games can go to tiebreak, even if an opposing player is a lot lower ranked. Nice. It's hard. To, it's hard. To, you you just you get a feel for it once you see so many matches, once you see so many crazy things happen. You kind of just understand that it's kind of regular in tennis for okay. stuff like that so, to happen. I watch tennis, but I only watch majors. So there's four majors. Yeah. That's what I watch. I Yep. And like you say, you do get a feel because you're like, okay, that guy may, may have won his serves, you know, for that that set. But <laughs> good luck getting that that other set back, you know. If you do, exactly. And sometimes they are they do pull it off, but you kind of get a feel like, okay, this guy's got him. You know, he's gonna dominate. With yeah. The, and we're always like, ah, force force that backhand, force that backhand, you know. <laughs> right. But that's when I'm not gambling. I'm just kind of rooting for somebody, or you know, just seeing who who's ranked, who isn't, and do they got a chance? Yeah. So you're saying like you watch only the majors, like I do. Yeah. So they so they so they basically they tell you kind of be careful not betting like betting on not major like tournaments because. There's some really high, really high-ranked players that are playing in these lower tournaments, and technically they'll tank, they'll tank out in these lower tournaments just because they have a major coming up and they want to be Get well a lower, lower seed. Yeah, or maybe like a lower seed. Yeah, but most for the most part, they want to be well rested for these best out of five set matches because. Ah, gotcha. So these majors, only majors are five are out of five sets. Every everything else is out of three. So, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So technically, these guys are kind of looking towards the bigger picture and kind of deciding, hey, fuck this, fuck this tournament. I'm I'm ready for the U.S. Open. You know. Nice. So you just got to be careful. You got to be careful on what kind of tournament you're betting on and even if a even if a, there's a big favorite you just got to be careful and realize what spot they're in or where or where their next spot is because you don't you don't ever want to get stuck betting on a player that's worried about the next tournament right right and so. i mean yeah you kind of gotta you gotta look into that that's not a it's yep. not a guessing game on that part exactly so, ladies and gentlemen, tennis, if you want, tail the gambling tailor or JT, 
We got the U.S. Open tennis coming up on yeah. August thirtieth. I believe it's always in, it's always in New York, right? Yeah. Okay. So and that's tennis all day long for I think a week straight. I can't remember how long it goes, but it goes for a while. Yeah, it's it's a pretty big ass tournament, so it's it's cool. Yeah. So I mean, even if you don't know, even if you know tennis, but you don't recognize a name or anything, just tell them, and then. Go from there. And maybe you'll yeah, start getting sure. a feel for tennis. And you got something to watch and something to root for. So, yeah, that's good. Cool What's that? You'll for sure, you guys will for sure get a hang of the whole tennis thing. Right. It, it kind of just, like, comes. You you, you just got to watch it. It's, it's, it's a different sport. It's a really – it'll keep you intrigued, though. Like, you will be stuck on the screen if you're watching a tennis match that you've been on. Nice. Right on. Thank you for all that tennis input. I didn't really have to do much on that one. That's that's easy. It's all good. <laughs> I learned from the best. GT's out there handling. He does that yeah. all day. All Crazy. day long, just fucking capping tennis. <laughs> Crazy shit. Well, let's move on to the main sport we're all excited for that America loves to bet on. Old, yeah. old foosball. Foosball. American football. Man, are you ready for it? I'm more ready than I'll ever be. I'm sure. Me too. In a way, only reason why I mostly wasn't at the most part was I'm still in baseball mode. Yeah. And I hate preseason football. Hate it with a passion. I hate think it should it. just. I hate it. It should just be for guys. To, I don't. I don't want to see the starting quarterback go out there and take three sets or whatever. You know, go out there three times and try to get his snaps in, get the timing down. If you're exactly. if you're a veteran, you kind of got the timing down. I I'd hope so. You're just w- risking to get hurt, and who cares if you win or lose? No one's gonna remember in week seven what you did in preseason. No one cares. At all. But. So <laughs> that answers my first question. I'm asking you, any is there any info to take in watching preseason football, gambling-wise? Maybe for your team, maybe, but gambling-wise, is there anything to take in? Is there anything to say this team is going to win their division, this team's going to win their over-under bet? Is this anything that that tells you in preseason football? Mm, not really from my point of view. Okay. I honestly don't even watch preseason unless like there's a a young rookie that I'm excited coming up or but I mean other than that, I don't really even pay attention to preseason. Right. Uh same here. I don't unless someone around me wants to turn it on. And they don't watch baseball. They don't watch yeah. another sport. And they just want to watch the first. They want to watch a Hall of Fame game. Like, great. Like, okay. <laughs> Let's watch this, I guess. Yeah. I hear you. Um, all right. That's cool. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're both on the same page of preseason. You know, it's not a... I, I can't take any info information off of it. I, I really can't. I can't take uh, four series of the first team out there and just be like, oh, yeah, that's what they're going to be like. You know, no second win, no adjustments, nothing. Exactly, nothing. So 
now getting to it. I know we. I always say we don't talk fantasy, but gosh, I gotta. I gotta ask you. Let's give a fantasy breakdown one time, since no, most people haven't drafted. Maybe some have. Uh, let's just go for the the guys who are in drafts, and um, uh, how was I gonna say that? Fantasy breakdown. If it's a half point PPR. You got the first pick. Who are you going with? Ooh. And the reason why I want to talk fantasy is because 99% of people who play fantasy usually put money in on it. So you're somewhat yeah. gambling. You're somewhat gambling in that sense. I guess it is a gamble. So who you got first pick? Uh, well, I would honestly, if it's PPR, I'm probably going Christian McCaffrey. Okay. I mean, it's a tough one. You kind of, he was hurt last year, but I think I'd still go Christian for sure. Just with his ability to catch out of the backfield and get into open space, I'd probably go CMC. Gotcha. And I don't know. I've just never really like been on that CMC hype, I guess, but. I don't really I I don't think I've ever had the first pick in a draft without having a keeper league or nothing like that ever. But I don't know. I almost want to go Derrick Henry. I think I would go Derrick Henry as far as my first pick. And that's a gamble. I mean, I don't even like the first pick. I don't want the first pick ever. <laughs> but I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather be in the 10 spot if there's 10 player keeper league, 10 spot yeah. and go from there and I get two in a row. I get 10 and 11 out of the top 20, you know, first two rounds. I'll take it all day long. Yep. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. I love that. I love being in the last two spots. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, the first, like I said, the first pick is all right. It's cool. I can't you, why say no to it, but shit. I I would go top I go 10th pick and and I fucked it up last year. I had the 10th pick last year. <laughs> And I had Lamar. I took Lamar Jackson and DeAndre Hopkins. What an idiot. And everyone Uh, says, don't ever take a freaking quarterback. Quarterback. Ever. Don't ever do it in the first five rounds. And here I am taking (laughs) Lamar Jackson. And what kind of season did he have? Not a good one. Uh, I know. Whatever. You live when you win. And you know what? Here's another one, but this is a stretch. Is Dalvin Cook from Minnesota. I like it. I, I kind of like it, too, because he catches a lot out the backfield. And they like to swing like him it. out. They don't like to let him run in between the guards or tackles. It's more of a get him outside and get going, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I got my two fantasy drafts Friday and Saturday. One's just nice. a re- regular fresh. We do it fresh every year, fresh start. Just you have nobody. And the other is a two-player keeper league. And the one with the fresh start is actually a full point PPR. So that's where maybe Christian, Mc- if you're in a full point PPR, Christian McCafferty for sure. You can't yeah. really put Derrick Henry in that conversation because he might catch a little bit out the backfield, but he's not catching it like Christian McCaffrey or Dalvin Cook are. No. But Derrick Henry is also a man that doesn't get hurt. And <laughs> he, he, he hurts people. He's a grown-ass man. Yeah, so... I 
that's pretty much what we can get in ESPN football. There's nothing really to talk about yet. I mean, we can diagnose all these freaking players, but I'm not really going to do that because that's just my opinion in my own yeah. fantasy. I'm not trying to control your fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, for some futures, let's break down some futures. Yeah. This is where... Ev- I mean, if you're listening, we're saving the best for last. Future, future, future. What do you think? What? Who do you like for the MVP as far as futures and odds-wise? You know, what's the bang for your buck? MVP. Um, I mean, how do you not? How do you not dabble in on Tom and then? I guess Patrick. I don't know. It's just kind of like a, it's kind of like their league right now, I guess you could say. And I mean, coming from Aaron Rodgers' point of view, I guess you could dabble in on Aaron Rodgers. But see more. Aside from aside from those three, probably Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers would be my three that I dabble in on. All right, so I'm gonna cut Tom Brady out of it. I'm not saying he's going to be horrible, but I don't think he'll have an MVP season. I don't think okay. that's – he's not at the age to be thrown an MVP season. He's going to make playoffs yeah. more than likely. Might even go to the Super Bowl again. But I don't see an MVP in his future. But, yeah, it's the top two, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. I, I'm i kind of all for Aaron Rodgers. A little bit of revenge season. I like it. I like him fucking coming out hot. He kind of saying his farewell to – Green Bay on good terms, so to say, I guess. I don't really know yeah. really what kind of terms they put himself on, but, man, a long shot, Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Let's, let's fuck with that a little bit. I think, uh, I mean, he's got the he's got the tools. He just needs to learn how to use Oh, he knows how to use them, but let's see what he could do. That'd be kind of, that'd be interesting. And another one. That comes to mind just because it's also a long shot. So, Patrick Mahomes is plus 400, 4 to 1 odds. And Aaron Rodgers is plus 750. My long shot with uh, Ryan Tannehill, 2500 to, plus 2,500, so 25 to 1. But don't count out Justin Herbert. I kind of like that guy. He might throw out a MVP. He might, he might not win their division because they got the Chiefs right there in it, but... That guy showed some uh, talent last year, and he's at plus 1,500. I'm kind of, that's my long shot. I don't want to do it, but I kind of have to. If that's what I'm thinking, I do not want to be slapping myself come January and not take Justin Herbert as an MVP. Okay, I'll give a long shot. I like like Tyler. You kind of are you far away from your phone, JT? I lost. Oh, sorry. I, I like uh. Oh, you're right. I like you're Kyler. Right. Sorry, I like Kyler Murray as a long shot. Hey, I kind of like Kyler Murray too, and I kind of wanted just to choose between one or two of them because they're both the same odds, fifth plus fifteen hundred. And I, I took Herbert, but either way, I like that one. I do like Kyler Murray. As far as MVP, because he's gonna scramble and he's either gonna run it or throw it, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm glad we're in agreement on Mahomes and Rogers, and you got to throw a long shot. And if 
that's only if you feel it. Don't guess. If you like, hey, I like this guy. I think he can really do well. Why slap yourself in the face six months from now when you should have just put uh, whatever w- unit you want to put on there? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. those are MVP odds. I guess what we're going to be putting on it. But I guess to break it down for you, uh, you also got Josh Allen at plus 900. Not a bad bet. Not a bad idea if you are high on him. I'm not a big Dak Prescott fan, but he's at plus 1,500. But that might be, if you can find it, which you probably can, JT, at the sportsbook, but comeback player of the year, I mean, the guy did break his ankle last year, so he missed a lot of the season. Maybe he comes back and tears it up. He's plus one twenty five right now. I uh plus one twenty five. Okay. I love it. Yeah. So he's kind of I mean, fandom aside, Cowboys fandom put aside, I think he's he's the clear he's the clear cut. If he stays healthy throughout the year and puts up decent numbers, uh I don't see kind of anyone else winning it. Maybe Saquon. Oh yeah, I forget about Saquon. Jeez, that's another one. I I I was trying to think of comeback player of the years. I couldn't bet on it, but that wouldn't be a bad one either. Some would say Joe Burrow, but I don't I don't know if he's even gonna have the team around him to put up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has to put up numbers and kind of has to win, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like comes. Hand together, you know, hand in hand. Exactly. Together. So, um, I mean, long shots. Baker Mayfield at eighteen plus eighteen hundred. Odell, if you're if at you, plus fifteen. Oh, for comeback player. I'm sorry. I was. Look, yeah. I'm still looking at the MVP odds. I'm sorry. Oh, I was, my no, bad. No, no, you're all right. You're all right. I was. Uh, but Baker Mayfield is a plus eighteen hundred. I mean, if you're a gambling man and you're, I'm I sound like a broken record. But if you're a gamble man and you really think that's the MVP this year and you're predicting it, do it. Just go for it. Yep. It won't Just hurt. You won't remember that money you put you threw out at that moment in time exactly. for it to make that bet. All right. So I guess my next one, my next topic was comeback player of the year. Let's get so you got OBJ also on there. I I'm kind of forgetting all these guys that um <laughs> That were hurt last year. Kind of wild. OBJ is a good one also. I like that one. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Uh, he's plus 1,500 right here. So. All right, cool. Any other notables for the comeback player of the year? Um, What what you think about Jameis? Uh, Jameis, if that's considerable, hell yeah. I mean, is it more you have to be hurt? And come back, or you just didn't really get to play last season? Kind no, of I think it's just more of like making a statement type deal, just out of based off your situation from the year prior. Okay, so I mean, he can see now. He got that cataract surgery, so he could see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd probably bet that. What do you have him on? What odds is he at? He's plus one thousand, so ten to one. Not bad. Sorry about that. I had to grab me a refreshment while we're in mid-conversation. I took too long. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, I, I'm not mad about that one. That'd be pretty, uh, yeah, put a, what a, so 11 wins, he throws for 40 some odd touchdowns, reduces his interceptions a lot. Yeah. Hey, I mean, wouldn't it hurt? No. It's not a, that's not a bad guy to put a bet on also. Exactly. But like you said, Dak Prescott, who's like almost a damn, oh, he is the clear favorite, but. Yeah. Um, okay. So that, I mean, that's the thing. I've had that as a topic, but I could not find, find anything on it. So comeback player of the years. There you go. Let's, uh. A class I really wasn't paying attention to this year is the rookie class. But shit, clear-cut favorite is Trevor Lawrence, don't you think? Or... Yeah. Oh, he is actually. He is the clear-cut favorite, actually. He should win it. He just got declared the starter. I mean, so... I'm going to count him out. And not, not as far as having a bad season, but... Shit, watch Najee Harris or Kyle Pitts. I like Nazi. I know. I like that guy too. He's pretty sick. Uh, I'm not counting that those two guys out. I like them. Those guys I'm all for as far as uh, offensive rookie of the year. Those are really all the ones I know. I don't know much of defensive guys as far as names-wise. And I'm yeah. looking at all these names. I couldn't bet on one. Might as well just go on the, the guy with Micah. the Micah. Micah Parsons, baby. Yeah, okay. That He's a clear favorite. Where did he come from? He came from Penn State, Dallas Cowboys, round one. Oh, shit. Yes, sir. <laughs> Linebacker. I wonder why you're all over that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, you know what? I As far as a, a, he's a linebacker, correct? Yeah. Okay, as far as a Penn State linebacker, I do remember that guy kind of being a big highlight, but. Was never. I don't watch too much uh, college, college football. Well, as far as knowing player per player, I'm yeah. more of. And if I am, I'm all about the offense. I'm not really. Defense is always shoddy for me on when it comes to college football. I like it. I watch it a lot, but I just. I'm not paying attention to player wise. I'm looking at teams. You know. Yeah. Unless Pitts was one of the main guys I was all for because I wanted to watch that guy catch five touchdown passes every game. It's pretty cool, actually. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah, so that's, I mean, shit, man. I'm all for it. I would give it to Pitts. I'm I'm, I'm actually probably going to put a wager in right now on Pitts. I like it. I mean, I I see Calvin Ridley getting uh, targeted in on, so... I see a lot of open space for Pitts to make some plays. Yeah, uh, don't be uh, surprised when Calvin Ridley is treated like Julio Jones, just getting doubled exactly, and not exactly. trust. Especially with Matt Ryan not trusting to throw into a double team because that guy is just a pick machine. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, yeah. I'd, and that just sucks for Ridley, a guy who's got a lot of talent that can really put it on, you know? Yep. All right. Um. Well, let's before we get into the over under wins, I want to break down the divisionals, divisions, just to kind of 
see where we're going from there. Why not? Um, let's go with AFC West. It's kind of more the easier one to choose from right now. I think we're going to go with the Chiefs all the way, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I, man, I'm a Raider fan. They're my boys, but they are scaring me this year. I do not like what they have. What's ahead for them? I think they're just a mess. They don't know what they want. Yeah. It's killing me, man. Hate seeing it. Uh, okay. Let's see here. get into the betting part of it because I have not made any divisional bets yet. I will give my input. I will make my bets by the end of the week probably. Yeah, me me too. Yeah, so, I mean, unless unless you're just... Kansas City Chiefs are minus 300. So, (laughs) I mean, if you're just a gambling man and you just know it's going to win, I mean, why, why not put it on there? But... That's up to you. I'll leave that up to you if you really want to deal with the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. Stressing that they're going to win in week 12, you know? I mean, I would. Yeah. I don't know. So, man, the two other AFC – or let's go to the AFC East, actually. I'm going to go back, back east now. Um, that's going to be shoddy because I kind of think – Highly of Miami Dolphins, but is Tua going to come out and actually improve this year? Because he did not look very good. He looked scared last year. I heard he was, uh, I thought he was stepping away. Tua? Yeah, I heard he was stepping away for uh, for uh, some mental stuff. Oh, shit. I have not heard this. Wow. Let me see. Okay, well... I mean, Baltimore, Baltimore, Buffalo Bills are the clear-cut favorite, minus 200. So, I kind of like that. Jets aren't going to do nothing this year. Are the Patriots going to go do the Bill Belichick way and actually tear the division up, or are they still kind of in their little funk with quarterback issues, and do they have their full defense back from... Two two years ago, because last year they lost a lot of good defenders due to COVID. Yeah. But I'm all for the Bills. But the Dolphins are, man, they're either going to be like right at that edge of winning the East or Bills are running away with it. I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it'll be by a landslide. But maybe if the Dolphins can win, ah, man. So let's say they go 4-2 and two in their division. They might have a good chance because I, I don't know. That's a, <laughs> I, I'm trying to, like, choose the Dolphins here, but I don't want to choose the Dolphins. It's weird. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to pick the Dolphins, but the Buffalo Bills are just – they're they're strong. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the south. Let's get southern okay. here. 
Dodger home run, though. Dodger home run. Top hey, of the eighth. That's what I'm talking about. I know I don't have my TV in here. I'm in some mess right now. So Yeah, uh, San, Di- San Diego left, uh, left Mellon. He's up. He's up in the eighth inning right now with 116 pitches. Just gave up a solo bomb to tie it. Nice. Huh. Who hit it? Who There's hit that. it? Will Smith. Who, my boy? Yeah, that's I pretty love dope. It. Okay. Did he just tie it up with the solo? Yep, just tied uh, it up. Cool, cool. Um. Okay, so now we're in the south. We're getting southern here. Southern. Um, Tennessee Titans all the way. All the way. They might win the AFC. Yeah. No, for real. You. I mean, it's gonna be. Oh man. AFC is. I kind of like this. This is. This is cool. Cause, I mean, who knows? It's not probably gonna go out the way, the way my mind is going as far as who's gonna play who and playoffs and shit. But. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee all the way. Definitely don't believe in the Colts and Wentz. Jaguars are young and maybe still on some shit. And then you got the Houston Texans that don't like their quarterback, nor does the quarterback like the Houston te- Texans. But he yeah. likes hand jobs and blow jobs. So, but Houston Texans are plus two thousand. So, yeah, twenty nine hundred over here. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> I can get you a couple hand jobs, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, let's get to the north. This is this one. Man, I don't like the odds in the north. I was going to roll with the Cleveland Browns win in the north, but they're at plus 110. I don't like those odds, especially if I'm going to sweat that out. I don't like exactly. it. Exactly. Not at all. Yeah, that one's kind of it's tough. Pittsburgh Steelers plus 300. Cleveland Browns plus one ten, Baltimore Ravens plus a hundred, and then Cincinnati plus a thousand, which is kind of predictable. So I like the Browns, but I don't like, like you said, I don't like the odds being that close to even. I'm predicting the Browns to win the North this year. Yeah, I think Baker actually kind of just showed he's actually legit. I mean, he he can be an NFL quarterback. He's not just the College quarterback that once was he 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 played well last year and he got with yeah. the with the timing the speed and they surprised the hell out of everybody and I, sadly I don't think we should be surprised anymore. Yeah. Did I lose you? Yeah. No, you're good. Oh, I there you. you are. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah. thought I lost you there. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. All right, let's go to the probably the more clear-cut uh, division in the NFC, the North. Got to roll with the Packers, unless the Vikings can pull something out of their ass. Nah, I think the Packers should take that at plus, pretty at easily. Minus 150, though. So, yeah. If anything, I'd just rather throw a $20 bill on the freaking Detroit Lions at plus one thousand seven hundred and fifty. So seventeen and a half to one. Just uh no, your money's not going anywhere. <laughs> exactly. With Jared Goff. I I actually liked him going to the Detroit. I think he'd do better than Stafford. Yeah. I I don't know. I think he was maybe 
I don't know. Under, what's the word for Jared Goff? I mean, he did have a rough season, what was it, two years ago, maybe? I can't remember when he did. Just after the Super Bowl, he had a rough year. I can't remember how. Yeah, it was right after the Super Bowl. He had a rough year, and I think that was the hangover. But he's shown what he could do, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to save your division for last. Yeah. Let's do the South. Tampa Bay. Man, minus 210. They are that got, That is wild. They are that clear cut to win it this year. I got and, minus 375. Woo. Man. Crazy. You almost just want to bet against them and put it all on. The put a, a dub on everybody. Yeah, Saints might as well. Falcons. Hoping Tom Brady just fucking break, breaks his back or something. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Now, let's get into the division that I'm actually the most excited about, the NFC West. I love this one. All right. So, before we say who wins that division, who's getting last? I think the Rams are getting last. Okay. Okay, wow. I got the San Francisco 49ers getting last, and not because of my hatred towards them, but I just think that division is going to be so tough. Garoppolo... Unless he's comeback player of the year, Garoppolo's not going to be ready. No one, I don't want to see Trey Lance go out there and make a fool of himself. Yeah, they lost their defensive coordinator. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see the Niners. May they going five hundred this year? I don't see it. Okay. I actually made a bet with my coworker and another. Um, customer and we all chose a team to get last place out of the west i can't remember who we didn't take but i definitely took the niners <laughs> and we all put 20 <laughs> bucks on it or something it was pretty funny it was just funny because none of us have a team in that division and we're betting on who's getting last exactly <laughs> I, I think here's my prediction to win it and they are they have the the highest odds Arizona yep. Cardinals at plus 500. That's who I'm on. I got plus Ooh, 500. I'm glad we agree on a kind of a a dicey one where you can kind of go with any team right here because yeah. Los Angeles Rams plus 150, San Francisco 49ers plus 130, Seattle Seahawks plus 180, and Arizona Cardinals plus 500. I'm rolling with the Cardinals all day, whether I lose that money or not. I, at least all I day. took the best odds that I think they were that they're going to – they're gonna win it this. The win the West this year, at least. They should be able to do it. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. You've been waiting long enough. Who's winning the NFC East? Uh, a healthy Cowboys, or if the Cowboys end up getting hurt, I like Washington. All right, all right. Uh, if, if the Cowboys stay healthy, there's no way they shouldn't win that division. It's what you guys say all the time, and you guys end up 8-8 eight and eight every year for how many years straight. Due to injury, due to injury, you're right. But I I really Let's don't see. know. I'm definitely not betting on the Eagles this year. No. Man, I kind of am on Washington, but I don't want to sleep on the Giants. I really don't. don't. Well, you should because Daniel Jones is trash. Really? You think so? 
Yeah, I don't like him. Uh, but I just think he's just like a all-out football player as a quarterback. Think, but he plays football. Like he's not like yeah. uh, just your. I don't know. I feel like nah, I feel uh, in high school he was doing hitting drills with the linebackers and running backs and everything. Like he wasn't just standing to the side watching these guys yeah. when as a quarterback. He was actually involved in hitting. I. It's the way I see it, and he's a football player, and he finds his way to – well, he doesn't find his way to win because I don't know if he has a winning record, but <laughs> maybe this year he will. I'm not yeah. betting on any team, but you got Dallas Cowboys, minus 115. Looks like that's Jay's T's clear-cut favorite to win. Philadelphia Eagle – oh, yeah. Let's do Washington, plus 170. Philadelphia Eagles, plus 350. And the New York Giants, plus 380. Pick your poison, ladies and gentlemen. Pick your poison. Yeah. Pick your poison. <laughs> oh shit! All right, uh, <laughs> I got a couple already futures for over under win totals. Right. I don't know if you have any, but I'm definitely all over it. Let's hear them. All right, Titans over nine and a half wins. All over that one. I clear cut my favorite one right there for the year. I. Remember, there is 17 games this year, so 18 weeks of football, 17 mm-hmm. games. So, I'm expecting them to go 10 and 7. Really, that's all I need. Shit, be 10 and 3 before you, you know, <laughs> before you yeah. go on losing another one. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, I am rolling with the Rams under 10 and a half. I'm on that one as well. <laughs> I just. I'm not a Stafford fan. I don't think he's a guy that's good enough to win 11 games. Especially in that division. Especially in that division. And if he does, prove me wrong, Stafford. Fuck it. Prove me wrong. And, oh, yeah, so, (laughs) which is weird. My, I actually looked at the odds wrong, but it's still, I'm still all over the under. But it's minus 155. I thought it was plus 125. I kind of looked at him like, I almost had a, is looking at it opposite, and it's over 10.5 for plus 125. But I'm still all over it. That's what I bet. Um, I'm also on Buffalo over 10.5 wins. Okay. Those are my futures. Uh, let me give you the Buffalo line here real quick. Sorry about that. Uh, man, I am like tripping out right now i was seeing everything opposite but they're at minus 180 i'm still all over it i just think that's what they're gonna do but i thought it was plus 145 but that's the under Jeez, i was maybe i was just scrambling yesterday and trying to <laughs> i was forcing things i don't know but yeah so i'm all over buffalo over 10 and a half wins those are my three that i'm banging out and i still got a couple more that i really want to actually uh Bang on, but I'm just not certain yet. Not too certain yet. You got any over-unders that you kind of like that are in mind or no? Uh, only one I like is... So, the book I'm looking at gives me three options. So, I love the Cardinals over eight and a half wins, which is minus 110 right now. And it also gives me the option for nine wins, which the over is at plus 135. Okay. And I clearly see at least nine wins in their season, so I would 
sprinkle a little on the over nine as well and hope for a push at worst. So, JT, I am banging that with you also. I'm looking at it right now. I'm nice. taking the over eight and a half minus 110. I'm writing that down right now. Cool. I will be submitting that actually. Not as we speak. I'll I'll be doing that here pretty soon. But uh, yeah. I don't know why I didn't think of that one, especially when I have them winning the West. You ain't going to win the West winning eight games. Exactly. A losing record now, actually, would be 8-9. Yeah. So yeah. if you think a team's going to win the division, look at their over-under wins and roll from there. If you if their over-under isn't crazy and it's almost like a 8-9 to nine to 10 and you want them to win or you think they're going to win, bang it, dude. Don't be scared. Don't get cold feet on something that's a future. Cause exactly. You, you will be hating yourself in come January. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shoot, man. So a couple more questions before we wrap it all up. I know I kind of asked for it or asked this a little bit earlier, brought it up, but with all that commotion of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, is he seeking revenge? And if he is, is he seeking it for himself? Is he seeking it for the Packers to prove them wrong or to show them – I don't know, but I, I'm looking at back-to-back MVP seasons for Rodgers. Kind of not doubting that. I uh, I'm on the same boat as you. I'm kind of thinking he's more doing it for himself. Kind of just let me show these people why I was doing what I was doing. Uh, kind of just like reassurance of who he is. So. Yeah, I, I I see him doing it more for himself, but at the same time, wanting to be successful as a franchise while he is there. So, um, I love it. I love I love the revenge, the whole revenge season type deal with him and Devonte Adams posting that picture on the Instagram stories. I don't know if you saw that. No, I did not actually. I don't. Since I gave up Twitter on for Lint, that was uh-huh. whenever that was February Fat or Fat Tuesday or whatever you call it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I have not been back on the social media, and okay. I, have, I mean no, I have not. What did they post? <laughs> so so they posted a picture of like Scotty Pippen and Jordan from the Last Dance, sort of like a Last Dance type deal. But they but Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers they posted it on their Instagram stories at the, at the same time, so get the kind of kind of just yeah, so kind of kind of just handle our business and go. Wow, that's so I I, I kind of see them both seek, seeking out seeking out a good end to their time there. You know what? And Rogers, it seems like when it's time to force things and be good, he's actually really good at it. Like exactly, there's, there's guys who are like, okay, I need to be do well. I need to do great, and they force things, and they and they, they fail. Yeah, yeah. When he forces things, he he does it with class. And <laughs> looks like a le- legit legend out there. Yeah, but he makes it look too easy. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. It's like shit. He had to force that throw. You know, he didn't just yeah. throw that up there knowing it's going right in there. He, but exactly. he does it, man. He does it. Yeah. All right, you answered that question. Last question. And then we're going to wrap it up. An exciting team to watch. 
and don't tell me fucking Cowboys. Give nope. me another team. Give me another team. <laughs> I want to know an exciting team to watch this year. And I think our listeners want to know an exciting team to watch besides their favorite team. If it's I'll not give you team. Okay. I'll give you one from each. I'll give you an AFC and the NFC. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. AFC for sure the Titans. I right think on. I think adding Julio Jones is gonna open up Antonio Brown and I think it's also gonna open AJ up Brown. the Randy. AJ Brown. I mean sorry, sorry. AJ no, you're Brown. Good. You're good. <laughs> uh sorry. Um it's gonna open that up. It's gonna open it up for Brown and it's also gonna open it up for um for Henry. So Yeah. I know it's kind of easy to key in on one receiver and one running back, but now that you got a superstar in Julio Jones, who's usually double teamed, it's it's kind of leaving options and holes for other people to step up. Right. And and I'm gonna go Cardinals from the NFC. Well, we kind of uh, we're kind of on the same page here, but I'm gonna change it. it up just. So I have a couple different ones, but okay. the Browns. The Browns are going to be exciting to watch. I like that. You know, I think it was more – no one hates the Browns, I guess. It's just more uh, – it was kind of funny to watch them lose in the fashion they lost throughout the yeah. decades they did it. Yeah. So Your brother would know about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And – Shit, man. I, th- I We just talked about them. Fucking the Packers. I think the Packers are going to be exciting to watch. I love it. Especially coming down the road when they're in Lambeau and it's freezing balls outside. Yep. And Aaron Rodgers throws for 325, 350, and, you know, two, three touchdowns. I think that's going to be pretty amazing, pretty fun to watch and keep an eye on them. Yeah. I like it. Right on, man. That wraps up our NFL. You got any shout-outs? Oh, you know what? Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Actually, one, uh, one, one more comeback player of the year. Uh, what about, uh, what is it, Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, he did not play last year, huh? No, I don't think so. I think he uh, was a backup somewhere. but Carolina Panthers he, uh, at one point. I know he just got the starting job in Denver. Denver. Broncos, yeah. So, okay. I mean, okay. we'll see. Just something to think about. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. That's hey, got to get it in. Got to got to get the fans what they want. You know, some futures. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> hey, let let's get one in before week one of the NFL. Give them our our main bets and um, let's keep these fans happy. And I'm sorry about our hiatus, but what better way to start back up than football coming up? What you all <laughs> you know what I'm for? saying. <laughs> yes, sir. You got any shout outs, JT? I know you always do. Uh yeah, sure. Shout out all uh SBC, Stockboy Click, uh Gambling Taylor and a few homies from Twitter. And then of course, you know, Money Team, our little chat on Twitter as well. Mm-hmm. Shout out all the homies, shout out all the fans, all the support and the uh, love that we get. We appreciate it. And uh you guys are what keeps keeps us going, so We'll uh, hopefully get back to you guys soon out, with another sh- episode. Shout out to the 209. Got to do it. <laughs> 209, baby. Hey, right on, right on. Well, JT, nice talking to you. We'll keep in touch. Always keep, nice talking keep sending to you. me your tickets. Keep <laughs> sending me your tickets. And also, August 30th, U.S. Open. 
tell the gambling Taylor or JT because JT might be telling the gambling Taylor. Who knows? I will for sure be <laughs> telling JT. So let just be ready, baby. Hell yeah! All right, JT. You have a cool. good day. Good night, actually. Been, <laughs> you as well. It's been real, bro. Nice talking to you, and I'm glad we got to do this. Right on, man. Take care. Every, yes, sir, everybody. See you later, and peace. Yee.